Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Eat Sleep Podcast. Repeat, I'm Dave Taylor, and thanks for joining us. It's a year of post-elimination chamber, post-Monday Night Raw review as the build for WrestleMania continues. Uh, I want to thank you for listening to this week's episode. And there's many ways you can find us online at uh, 1069thefox.com and f99.com as we're the Foxes and F99's only wrestling podcast. And you can find us on social media. That's at Twitter and Facebook at ESPR99. You can email us, ESPR at FM99.com. And however you're listening to us, we appreciate it. If uh, you're listening on uh, iTunes, you know, like Apple Podcasts, um, it'd be great if you leave us like a five-star review. That would be great. Would uh, would really appreciate that. And I uh, would love to give a uh, shout-out to a guy that uh, gave us a nice review, uh, Greg from Williamsburg the other day. So we appreciate that. Uh, of course, we're also on uh, Stitcher. And we're on SoundCloud, TuneIn, Spotify, many different ways you can find and subscribe to us. And we would uh, appreciate that if you give us a follow or a like and uh, tell your friends about it. I know there's a lot of wrestling podcasts out there. And and if you're new to the show, we've had a lot of guests on the show, including the uh, current WWE champion, uh, Universal champion on... Actually, both champions. We've had Roman Reigns on the show and The Miz. The Miz has been a two-time guest on ESPR. And uh, they've been on the show. We've had Seth Rollins on the show. Drew McIntyre's been on the show. Uh, (laughs) Drew Carey. Speaking of Drews, yes, Drew Carey. WWE Hall of Famer has been on the show as well. Sergeant Slaughter with an amazing interview. A little boogeyman's been on the show. Chris Jericho's been on it a couple of times. Big, 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 big stuff. And more to come down the road. So we appreciate you, however you're listening. But uh, yeah, check out our like playlist on SoundCloud or whatever app that you use. And you can find some old episodes. Uh, SoundCloud, and I believe Apple has some, some of our older stuff. But uh, SoundCloud's got everything listed. And uh, you can check out some great interviews. Even the lady who does the wardrobe for the fiend and how the heck did you get involved in that business well you can uh, find out again uh, check us out soundcloud search espr wrestling and that's where you're gonna go so let's get into it and uh we will just gonna forego wrestling news and we'll get right into the elimination chamber review and i thought this was a pretty good show i was uh not expecting a lot going into it i mean the show seemed kind of predictable in some ways uh however i will say this Predictable is not always bad because if you can make it compelling and make it great and tell a good story along the way, then that's going to make me happy. Absolutely. And here's uh, here's what happened on the show yesterday. Two things in the pre-show I'm going to point out that happened because um, <laughs> it's just it's like it's like they changed their mind on something uh, throughout the show. But in the pre-show, because of Keith Lee's injury, we had a fatal four-way to determine who's going to join the triple threat match. And they wanted to keep it a triple threat for a specific reason, which uh, we even learned more just on the Elimination Chamber and on tonight's Raw. So you had uh, John Morrison uh, taking on Elias, Mustafa Ali, and Ricochet. 
And it was a decent match uh, for what it was. Uh, John Morrison winning, which I can't remember the last time John Morrison went on television. So good for him. <laughs> so he's going to be in a triple threat later on. Which, by the way, it, it, it turns out, you, you want to give WWE credit here, that uh, like a lot of like forward thinking on, on the booking and how this all turned out. So in that. So the opening match was a uh, match that was the Elimination Chamber match for the WWE Universal Championship match. Uh, you have uh, Daniel Bryan, Cesaro, Jey Uso, Kevin Owens, King Corbin, and Sami Zayn. And uh, this match stole the show. I mean, you knew it was going to be good anyways. But you had Cesaro and Daniel Bryan starting things off. Uh, man, I, Cesaro was awesome in this match. So what, whatever they're doing, it's like, it's like... The one thing I liked about this match, I mean, it was great. Uh, showcase for Cesaro. But, like, I don't think Sami Zayn gets enough credit for being a great wrestler. I mean, I mean, you know, his character is great. But, like, like whatever he's done in the last, like, six months since he's come back it has just been outstanding. And he just doesn't get enough credit. Uh, Kevin Owens, you know, Jey Uso, you know, King Corbin, everybody did their parts. Um, but just outstanding. But, you know, you got to see the swing by Cesaro on King Corbin and the eliminating with the uh, sharpshooter. Uh, the one-legged swing on Daniel Bryan, which was just insane. Um, <laughs> it's just, what a match. So, yeah, King Corbin gets eliminated. Sami Zayn gets eliminated by Owens. And when Sami Zayn was leaving the elimination chamber, and Owens was uh, kind of seeing him out, if you will, Jay Uso closed the door on Kevin Owens. Tremendous spot. Loved it. It looked painful. It was great. And then Uso eliminates Owens. And you're down to Uso, Cesaro, and Daniel Bryan. I'm like, oh my gosh, like Cesaro's going to get this match. Like, it just makes sense if he's going to win. Uh, and then he gets eliminated. Uh, but it's okay because of what happened. But uh, I was just like, oh my gosh, because I thought, like, yeah, they're going to make this happen. Uh, and then Daniel Bryan pins Jay Uso. Just a tremendous match. You know, like, okay, cool. Daniel Bryan's going to fight, uh, you know, Roman Reigns and close out the show. And then we'll do the whole Edge segment we've been talking about for the last couple of weeks. Uh, but no, Roman Reigns, come, Roman Reigns comes out then and there. So Roman Reigns uh, fights uh, Daniel Bryan for the Universal Championship. And and about uh, the beginning of the match, uh, Daniel Bryan locks on the yes lock. And you're like, oh my gosh, this is crazy. They're going to do this. But no, they're not. Uh, Roman Reigns uh, beats Daniel Bryan in about 90 seconds. Retains the title. So well done. Outstanding booking. It's an incredible segment. Oh, and then after that, Edge comes out, spares Roman Reigns. That's right, gives him a spear and points out the WrestleMania sign as you do. Fireworks go off, and uh, now we know what uh, what possibly will be our main event for WrestleMania, Roman Reigns versus the Edge, which uh, Roman should crush Edge. So that that's how that should play out. But, uh, yeah, that, that's your match. They confirmed it during the show. Uh, there. Uh, then you had uh, the uh, triple threat match for the United States Championship. And uh, it was uh, Riddle versus uh, Bobby Lashley, who was defending against a Riddle, and John Morrison, who you know, won earlier in the night. Uh, <laughs> Bobby Lashley was freaking amazing in this match. Probably one of the best way. I mean, you look great at the Rumble, too. But this outstanding, devastating, you know, everything had to be double teamed to take him out. Uh, MVP's crutch came into play. Uh, John Morrison brought that in the ring. You knock out, you knock out Lashley, Riddle, 
pins John Morrison. You get a new champion. Lashley's mad. Riddle escapes with the title. And then we see a little bit later on, you know, uh, we saw The Miz a couple of times because he was talking to Bad Bunny. And then another time, he saw The Miz talking to MVP. Setting up something, a little foreshadowing maybe. You never know. Uh, Then you had a match... Which uh, may have been like, I guess, the weakest match of the night. Um, which, which, which everybody's talented in this match. It, it's the booking. It's it's not the it's not the ladies' fault in this match. It was just how it was all handled. Uh, the WWE Women's Tag Team Championship match with Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler defending against Bianca Belair and Sasha Banks. Now they could have done those two ways. Sasha and, and Bianca could have you know had you know some disagreements during the match that could have set up their Mania match. I mean, they're still going to have their Mania match. Uh, Carmelis is going to be a point of contention because uh, Reginald came down and, you know, gave a champagne bottle or wine bottle to Sasha. And then it, that part, it just was awkward. And it just it just wasn't a great ending for the match. And um, uh, so Shayna and I retain. And, yeah, I, I, just, I just didn't like that part of it. But, uh, but there you go on that match. Um, which, by the way, during the pre-show... They mentioned that Asuka was going to face somebody, but they didn't know who, during the main show. They said she's going to defend the uh, Raw Women's Championship during the show against a different opponent. Uh, unless I fell asleep and missed it, it didn't happen. And, uh... <laughs> it's just, so who knows? However... That did play out on Raw tonight with uh, Asuka and Charlotte, which is no surprise because, you know, uh, Asuka's going to lose the title to Charlotte so Charlotte can fight Rhea at Mania. And uh, <laughs> so that that's what happened there. I don't know why I'm laughing because it's just like, we're going to have this match. Uh, no, we're not. Uh, and then you had uh, what was going to be the main event of the evening. And this was the WWE Championship match, Elimination Chamber. Drew McIntyre defending against AJ Styles, Kofi Kingston, Jeff Hardy, Randy Orton, and Sheamus, who was going to come out last because of the uh, match that he won. Um, but uh, good match, not as good as the SmackDown match, but uh, but still enjoyable nonetheless. Uh, I, I did like the spot. I mean, Randy Orton being the first one eliminated by Kofi Kingston, that was kind of a surprise, but that was great. And then he had a spot where uh, Orton stunned, or I should say, uh, RKO'd everybody. And AJ Styles wasn't in the match yet. And so almost like pulled off the back of the cage, uh, the uh, plexiglass. And then Styles ran around to get inside the elimination chamber, which was a great spot. Uh, I thought Styles wrestled a great match here. I, th- I thought McIntyre, who came in first, was just uh, wrestling a tremendous match as well. Uh, the hats off to both of them. And it came down to Sheamus. AJ Styles and Drew McIntyre, and I thought, oh, maybe you're going to make this happen. They're going to, you know, maybe give the title to Sheamus or something to set up the Mania match. And AJ Styles pins Sheamus after Sheamus does the bro kick. Uh, Styles, it's the phenomenal forearm on Sheamus, pins him, and then McIntyre, and it's a great move, pins AJ Styles to the Claymore. And, and that, that's your match. There you go. Drew McIntyre retains. And then what happens? Bobby Lashley comes down and just beats the holy heck out of Drew McIntyre. 
And after uh, he puts on you know, the lock and everything else, and then the music plays, and we get a cash-in. Why is it with every cash-in that you get you know, the hesitation from the referee? I know it's for dramatic purposes. We're like, cash-in the gosh darn thing. Are you sure? Yes. And uh, so, you know, it's made. And then um, after a, a skull-crushing finale... The Miz pins McIntyre, which I swear I thought McIntyre was going to kick out. And the Miz became the champion for the second time. He won in 2010, so it's been over 10 years uh, since the Miz won the championship. So hats off to him. By the way, the angry Miz girl from like 10 years ago is ecstatic that Miz is champion again. Which, by the way, I'm happy for him. Uh, I, I know a lot of people are up and down in the guy, but he's been working hard. Uh, he, he's, he's great to be hated. Uh, people love to hate him. Great stuff, great stuff. So, fun show. I would give it 8.5 out of 10. And, uh, yeah, I, I, it was weird because I didn't have that high expectation for the show. Uh, but if you haven't seen the show, go watch it. Uh, the uh, Universal Championship match, The uh, go see it with Dan O'Brien Cesaro stealing the show. Uh, Roman Reigns doing everything perfectly. Man, I tell you what, that, that's worked out so well, the heel turn. And uh, Paul Heyman's had a big role in that. So, Raw tonight... And we'll run through it quickly, uh, but a couple of things on it. Uh, there was a setup with Bobby Lashley, you know, saying, hey, uh, because John Morrison screwed me out of the U.S. title, I should get a title match against The Miz. And The Miz was like, well, I don't know. And then Braun Strowman came down to so get a match that was going to be for the main event in the end Raw between Braun Strowman and Bobby Lashley, which Bobby Lashley won cleanly. You want to talk about putting a guy over right now. So he's going to be facing... The Miz for the WWE Championship. What you know that uh, I'm assuming he's going to win, and then um, you know we'll see. Uh, you know probably Drew McIntyre fighting, fighting Bobby Lashley at Mania. That that's just my guess. Uh, you had another appearance by uh, your 24/7 champion Bad Bunny. Uh, you had a uh, uh, Damon Priest fight. Uh, Garza, which is just frustrating. Not, for, I mean, for Garza's sake, I mean, it was fine because they haven't really been using him a lot lately. So it was just more to get Demon Priest over. But just, uh, you know, Angel Garza deserves more at some point, and somebody will realize, you know, what, what's going on there. Uh, the other angle, you know, Asuka and Charlotte uh, faced Shanna Baszler and Ia Jax. And of course, uh, you know, Charlotte accidentally kicks Asuka. And then uh, that allows Jax to, uh, you know, the pinner. And uh, there you go. So what that means is that team is probably over. They'll fight at Fastlane. Again, Charlotte wins the title. And we'll face Rhea Ripley. I mean, that's uh, it, it's got to happen, right? We'll probably see Rhea after the next pay-per-view. But uh, ba- Baszler and Jax need to fight somebody else. Um, <laughs> it seems like, well, they are going to be facing uh, uh, Raquel Gonzalez and uh, Dakota Kai. Next weekend NXT, so maybe there's something there, and I'm surprised they didn't put that match on a pay per view. Nothing else on a Raw of significance. Uh, you did get John Morrison versus Riddle, which was uh, not as good as the three way from Elimination Chamber. Uh, yeah, Jeff Hardy fight uh, Sheamus. It was a hot and cold. I mean, uh, this you know definitely watch the tag match. Um, and then the, definitely the main event. So there you go. So those are your shows. It was a short review. 
but um, again, Elimination Chamber, pretty good show. Didn't expect it to be as good. Had, had low expectations going into it, and the opening match was outstanding, which really set the pace for the rest of the show. So check them out. Um, so thanks for checking out this episode. It is a shorter edition of ESPR, uh, but we want to get a review out of Elimination Chamber before it was too late. And the post-Raw, which we don't do too often on this show. Again, you can find us. Uh, we're FM99 at 106.9 The Fox's only wrestling podcast. And you can find us at FM99.com or 1069thefox.com. Under the media tab, you can email us, ESPR at FM99.com. And also we're on uh, Facebook and Twitter at ESPR99. And, you know, many different podcast apps, however you found us, uh, SoundCloud, TuneIn, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Did I mention TuneIn? Well, I just did it again. There you go. So many different ways you can check us out. Uh, if you want to give us a review, I know some of the apps like Spotify can't do reviews, but I know like, uh, like Apple, you can. I appreciate it. Uh, thank you so much for the support for all these years. We're, we're coming up in 200 episodes. 200 episodes! It's amazing, and we're trying to make a big episode happen really soon. So fingers crossed for that. So thanks so much for tuning in, and as always, make sure you eat, sleep, podcast, and repeat. Repeat.